once you become like an adult, mm-hmm. uh, you, you begin to think that you don't need to learn anymore. You know, mm-hmm. you don't need to, you don't need to necessarily. But in fact, it's just the beginning all, of, you think, you know, it's the beginning of learning. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you need to like continuously progress. And You're learn. your own education university. And, and you don't have teachers readily trying to teach you now. So you have to yeah. find um, the teachers that are, you know, hidden away in the, in the, in almost like in the dark shadows, because me, I find, you know, inspiration from just like, random thoughts that are just floating in the universe and then mm-hmm. just like come and then go. And I'm like, why did I think about that? You know, and just stuff like that, you know, you, can, you recognize you yourself a as a receptor. Yeah. I think, you know, humans, all humans are channels. Mm-hmm. So we just channel in what we want. So it's raising question. What are we channeling in our, in our, what especially with the information that is generating a sort of frequency, a frequency, a frequency of checking in, checking in and, and asking, okay, is that coming from this thing or is it something that I can channel and recognize within my own self and in discernment of what is being projected? Yes. We're at the Craw House, What's ex- up? exploring thoughts with a curious observer. And today's guest hey, is King Craw. What's up, guys? Ladies and gentlemen, they call me King Craw. The way we met was through mutual friends here in San Antonio. Yep, the I'd, Alliance of Musicians. And that shirt is the <laughs> band that we play in. Boom. Bear Brass, Bear Brass, and. Man, much respects to King Craw. King Craw. Once guys. again, the way we met. What's up? I thought it was so interesting because all of our friends were saying, Y'all need to talk. I'm like, why? Oh, yeah, dude. Why? They're like, well, East must meet West. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what what is that about? Well, let's hang, let's jam, let's partake in the band, right? Yes. And it's so interesting too, because not only is he a musician, he is a good friend of mine. Through mutual friends, musician, your latest album, King Craw. Where can we find it, by the way? You can find it on Spotify if you look up King Craw. Uh, Craw is spelled K-R-A. And be sure to look like down. In, oh, sorry. Go for it. Yeah, you can check the you can check the things on the bottom. There'll be, be a there. link there. It's going to be there. Click it. Be sure to click it. And educator. We both are educators. Oh, yeah. We do teach. Here in San Antonio. And it's such a pleasure because it's like, it's a unique perspective in viewing, you know, music culturally, you know, what's it, how's the school flowing, you know, as we're, we teach kinder through fifth and it's a, it's a pleasure to be able to be in such, you know, you, uh, musical elements throughout the days, both in teaching yes. and at night whenever we have shows. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I went to college. Uh, you and me both went to college to kind of pursue uh, a life of music, and we're very fortunate to kind of have that uh, have become true, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, it's hard to get a job and stuff like that. And then you go so, about exploring music. We're living the dream, y'all. And then we find ourselves in a unique position where... We're we're te- we're teachers with the the future, you know. 
It's like there here's these kinder through fifth, and it's, it's so easy to view kinder through elementary, like the the timeline of kids at that time, the future as like oh it's just kids in elementary right. Yeah. Let's just move on with the day. Let's keep doing what adults do, which is the job and the taking care of. Wait, hold on. There's the future right here. Wow. You know, I wonder what it's like for them to look at how, you know, everyone is handling and navigating through today's day that we, we just call, oh, it's just 2020. Oh, we just write it off. But nothing like this has ever happened in our, like, you know, in our memory. And this is a completely... You know, new experience for anyone that's been around, you know, um, all generations watching this. I agree. You know, I think uh, ultimately we were kind of talking about this before the podcast started, but it's really important to kind of live in the moment when you're on the job and always make sure that you're making every moment count because uh, it sometimes when work can seem like a job, mm-hmm. you kind of lose sight of like what you're there for and, and, and you just see it as like a group of 35 kids mm. instead of like a group of 35 individuals or something. So, yeah. you know, it's really good to kind of evaluate, you know, how you are because you are the leader in that, you know, in, in, in that social structure and how you act and how and you lead by example, you know, like what you do, they they're going to imitate that and they're going to emulate that. So you got to make sure that, you know, you, you know, there's, you the, there's the, the future, future yeah. responsibility. There's their journey. You see the, 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 all these routes and it's like, wow, I we're, we're in the middle of their journey also, yeah. you know, as we're looking at what's going on out there and trying to also do the things that we love, which is music. And it's kind of, it's kind of a weird space to be in almost a creative space. To, and it makes sense why, you know, for yourself, you know, you listen to his music, man. I really like the way you show, you capture the feeling of, of today's, uh, I guess, recognized, uh, how would I describe? That's three, four time, man. That's, that's what I say it is. Honestly, I, I feel like we all kind of fell for the, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with four, four time mm. and, you know, five, four time, seven, four time, all, all time signatures, they have many lessons to teach you, and I feel that we are kind of Ooh. being oversaturated with four four time songs. So real quick, so. if you know anyone who's not a musician, and you're like, "What are you talking about? What is this code?" Four four time, real quick. It's just one two three four. Something that goes like this: one two, and then check this out. Three four is a whole different world. So one two three, one two. Three, one, two. Do you see that? All of a sudden, here we are trying to line it up with this world. And that was, by the way, that was, that is <laughs> what it feels like when listening to his music. Boom, guys. And you were saying. So, you know, just, I think the diversity of time signatures and the, the a diverse musical, you know, plate if you would say, uh, is really healthy for the mind because it kind of gets you out of certain mm. cycles and certain rhythmic patterns that uh, might, you know, just be like the the, the mainstream. And if you want to go against mainstream, mm. which a lot of people, you know, they, they try to seek individuality. So it, it's always good to kind of explore other other areas. And I found I found that 
true to be in different time signature songs like seven four like five four like three four you know like six eight uh stuff like that it's like what message is there to be found with my ear would you say as a writer you know it's like almost like uh like music you could see it like a like a battle or, or maybe like even like a dance i like to see it like like a battle it, it it it's cooler that way for me like when all the musicians get together it's like a bunch of warriors getting together and we're kind of spi- we're inspiring and, and fighting on a spiritual level and we're connecting to different you know community members and kind mm. of performing like a service in that way a, a, like a spiritual like almost like exhaustion if that's even a word yeah no <laughs> but, it's it's like a it's it's like a calling upon within your own noticing when you're creating the music it's like oh it's calling my attention you know everyone's playing over there and i for me to notice such noticing i i uh how, do, how would you describe you're you take the call and you jump into the i guess the battlefield of creation yes and what what yes how should i use this sword and, and sometimes there's like a certain rhythm like the time signature sets like the playing field and i feel like if, if you if you're really well versed in different time signatures um and let me just kind of digress for a quick second here. Let's do it. It's good to have training in different time signatures because you learn different, like, uh, sword dances, if you would say, you know, and, like, different essential, essential styles that you need to know. Mm-hmm. And then you could essentially use these styles in the real world because, like, in real life, like, everybody has their own rhythm and their own time signature and they mm. talk to you and, and and if you interact with another person they might be coming at you with like a different time signature mm-hmm. and you need to be able to like approach that with maybe like a separate rhythm to complement their Syn- time signature. syncopation mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's a dance in its own uh i guess experience of music essentially i'm comparing like musicianship to like real life you know because this is how you're drawing a parallel musicians, there. you know this is how i see the real world i you know the and it, it kind of is like this you know everything's like a a song a vibration uh it's a moment it's like Ooh. the world is just a, a giant podcast radio show you made me think of a poem let's go for it so much can we get caught up in the momentum of the day that parallels can be so far and distant to draw a corollary of uh, of a recognition of a pattern, that wasn't poetry. No, no. Okay, because that was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Boom. what comes to mind? Eh. So, here's a poem. I thought I'd share. Let's see what comes to mind, and you're welcome to share. So here it is. What is the difference between looking at the time and looking through time? Through a paradigm, what is invisible yet notable, oh, does it shine. Apparently it, as in time, does it seem seen only through the human eye. What could be within such dream that is sustained inside our mind? What are we witnessing across time with our real eye? What comes to mind, King Craw? Well, towards the end, you kind of like told them what they should be thinking because it's like, what are you seeing across time? And I think ultimately, we kind of talked about that at the beginning of the podcast where mm. it's like, you know, 
you need to be living in each moment instead of just being like a wallflower and observing the moment happen and kind of letting the moment kind of like going with the flow. Right. You know, like as a teacher, you want to be like in the moment and you want to control the flow. And in a way, like um, seeing time as itself would be kind of just like, and this is the way I saw it just then and there. So I'm giving my thoughts, but yeah. like being like a teacher who is like in a, in a room like on their cell phone and just like wasting like all of this valuable opportunity to like, um, uh, you know, like talk and like inspire, like learning and stimulate the brain. Right. Instead, you're just like on your cell phone, like, and I've, I've fallen like victim to that. And, and I've, you know, you know, but at the same time, <clears throat> you can do the opposite and you can see through time and see that, you know, if I take my, if, if, if you see the importance and this is kind of like a really good shift that I've been, you know, it took a, I've been teaching for six years. So like, it, you know, this wasn't my first and second year. I was definitely the teacher that was on a cell phone just trying to get out of the class and, and get out of school because it was, a, you know, number one, a rough environment. But it, it was a job to me then. And now it's become something that I love to do. And, and with that, you know, you, you, you learn the importance of your, you being there and you being, you know, seeing through time and seeing that if I am able to teach this kid and like actually make, uh, make this moment count, then that will affect him in the future. So I could see b beyond this moment, right? beyond this little like screenshot, I could see through time and see what this moment can offer, offer in the it becomes future. becomes a book, you know, so it's like, like a rehearsal, you know, like if you guys like put everything into that rehearsal, you know, well then like it will pay off on the performance mm -hmm. because you guys put all that work into the rehearsal. So it's like, it would just appear when it's ready. Yeah. It's like living in the now, but being invested in the future. Right. Well, how, how did that see those, uh, that series of willingness, when did it become apparent to you that that's something that you found yourself in position of? I mean, I think, you know, when you're born, you kind of, you're born with good morals and it, it all comes into, into cue with that. You know, it's like, it's like when, when I was growing up, my thing was putting headphones on and drowning out my parents. And I, I, I would remember like being in car rides and the entire family would be like having a conversation and me, I would just have my headphones on and I'd be listening to like, uh, you know, a different world. You know, and I, I would be zoned out. And what that did was, you know, it allowed me to like explore this musical realm. Yes. And there might have been some benefits, but there were also some uh, takeaways. Like, you know, I wasn't able to contribute to a family um, conversation. And ultimately, you know, like that that adds up. And, and, and there's, you know, if you have like family issues in the now and I'm not going to like you know, say like, because my family is a great family, but like, it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm that black sheep of the family. And I think we, we all might feel like that. But I feel mm. like some of that is because of, you know, my wanting of isolation. So, you know what, you let know? me ask you this. Uh, you bring up a good point. It's like about, a psychiatric evaluation. Well, well, you know, it opens up doors into how, what the kind of, what are we facing when we're looking at our students also? What yeah. part of their journey are they Along ours. Of course. So yes. it's like, so when you, when you see your students, I think the reason why you see all of that spectrum of lens is to acknowledge that that's your reference when you're, when you're essentially viewing your yeah. role along their journey. Yes. Is that what comes to mind? And how yeah, would you... You got to know where you're coming from and you got to know where they're coming from too. And in a way, like, 
it's not like there's any right answer and there's not like any wrong answer to the mm. approach of um, how you live your life because it's your life to live. Uh, I think it's just very important that you know like the the repercussions, you know, like um, for example, like like when I was like a second year teacher, like my first year teacher, I, I was like this very nurturing teacher and I was uh, somebody who um, I guess you could just say like would listen to child's, you know, issues and I would let them talk to me and, hmm. you know, like I would I, I would be invested in like that social aspect of their, their life. And like towards my second year, I, I, I was just like very, you know, I don't want to hear about it I, because I was almost hmm. like, you know, like. Just I, you know, it was some of the, some of the stories were just like crazy, you know. So just so like, you, you thought of it maybe it's maybe that's normal to get that uh, line of thought because it's like because it feels this way not positive on more certainly yeah, on the negative. Yeah, it wasn't positive. I and to, like, you're like maybe let me try it. this. Maybe yeah. what I need to do is disassociate. Maybe that's what needs to happen as a as a yeah. thought exploration, like but, but through experience. And you know, like I guess that's part of a process because not necessarily like. You know, it's like, was it was it wrong to disassociate? You know, it's like, no, you're taking care of yourself. You're making sure that mentally you're like sane and stuff like that. Like sometimes it's best to leave work at work and not take work home with you, you know? And if you're hearing yeah. about like, you know, these children are living in poverty and these children are living, you know, in X, Y, Z factors, mm -hmm. like you, sometimes you, you bring that home. You can't help but bring that home with you. And, you know, there's, it's, it's all about like achieving balance and like your first, you know, your first go at a job, you know, you're going to have to adjust to that job. And when I got out of college into the real work, the real world, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I, I was dealing with real world issues that, you know, in a way I had to kind of figure out what was best to kind of still activate and be productive in my life mm. while doing the same exact thing at school and it's just a bunch of like you know like a trial and error and it's good to be around uh, the the company you keep you know like I had very positive role models who kept me um, just motivated when I needed to be motivated and excited to be at work mm -hmm. and I think you know ultimately I'm just I've always been the funny guy like kids I've always loved to go to my class because I make them laugh And, and at the end of the day, like, I used to be really bummed out about, you know, not really teaching a lot of curriculum. Mm. I was just like, you know, like a, a, a large, you know, adult, like, you know, comedy, uh, okay. comedy okay. class, you know. And, and Well, you know, maybe that's part of that's that's part of the, the journey of a teacher. You know, you know, how else would you know? And that's yeah. why it came out. So, like, I would, like, be, like, at school my first couple of years and I would be, like, you know, scratching my head and I'd be like, why, why can't I get my Christmas, why can't I get my kids to sing, you know, well for my Christmas program? Why can't, you know, I get my music program to be at the caliber that I want it to be? Maybe all I am right now is just like a really fun teacher who's just like, you know, like, and I'm playing games with the kids and stuff like that. And I think a lot of that, you know, like it, it took a lot of learning to like appreciate that, like, you know, at, at this school and, and, and at this level, Like you being who you are is yeah. enough for those kids, you know? Yes. And, and it was kind of like me, not really like, because I, I did, you know, learn new lessons and tweak the lesson plan, mm -hmm. but, but the approach, you know, like the clowning around and like the, the, the light humor, okay. like it, it, it never, it never stopped. In fact, even when like, you know, I was like, um, 
It's like it fills in the gaps in your role along along yeah, the many you know, p- many it, roles. It was like that- my main importance, you know. Like mm-hmm. th- th- there was like you know because I used to be a lot more physically fit and and now I'm getting back to like that physically fit shape. But when I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit, you know, like the one thing that I made sure I, I maintained was my classroom environment, and I made sure that it was just like super super light, super super happy. And, uh, but, but very, very safe, you know? So like with mm-hmm. like strict rules and I, I was lucky enough to be placed at many different school environments because I was mm. a traveling music teacher. Ooh. So I could test, you know, my system with different, uh, tiers of students and different, you know, even, even sixth and seventh graders and stuff like that, because mainly I work with the, the younger They're like kids. different studies. It's like, here's this yeah. camp over so here, this camp over there. At, okay. With different, you know, um, I guess you know, test subjects. In there a you way. go. Yeah. Yeah. So like as a, like putting on the scientist mind on, all right, what's the, what are the outcomes if we're to, what'd, what'd you find? Yeah. You know, I found that, you know, you just got to be yourself. You, you just, you just, cause like I'm already kind of just like this humorous person. And with that in mind, you know, as long as like I, another thing is just showing that you care, you know, cause like I do care. Hmm. And sometimes like their journey start my lesson. And you're like, like here we are, buddy. Yeah, All right. I would start my lesson like back in the old day, like you know we're gonna learn today, and you don't have a choice. And now mm. it's like, hey, what's up, guys? And how you doing? And it, it's 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 mm. more of like a a one one to one thing instead of just. But it also one ties thing. in the lesson, like it it allows for the lesson to be observed and processed. Okay, so one sound means talk. Okay, two sounds is talk. Yes. All right. All right. And sometimes you can't teach all that in one day, and that's that. That took me a while, you know, because I would try to like squeeze it all in one lesson. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really blessed right now to be just at one school. And because of that, I, I'm able to take my time with just one school. And I could teach, you know, Taz and all the rhythms. I could teach that over a full year because I'll be, you know, just at this one school. Mm-hmm. And I won't have to worry about going to multiple schools and teaching, you know, multiple populations. Because, like, each school is like 500 kids. So once you mm-hmm. go to two schools, you're at 1,000. Once you go to three schools, you're at, you know... 1,500 kids and you're right. servicing all of those students and, and they might get music, you know, like once a week mm-hmm. uh, or if they're lucky or maybe like once a month, you know? Wow. And, and, and in those cases, you're like, okay, this music lesson, I'm going to teach this, 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 this. We're going to cover everything you need this month. And it's like, whoa. Educator, y'all. You know, like, Educator. Like, this is the kind of, there's like, all these different things that, yeah. that, you know, shout out to all teachers out there. Yeah. You know, uh, some teacher talk right here. It's like there's the, amongst the sea of situations across different districts across the country. One can only imagine, you know, how the way it the way it feels like to me, it feels like all of the schools, districts are. Are trying to navigate the ship, the ship commanding a ship and the waves are practically the water is practically leaking in it's like all right but we just got to keep the ship together because the ship was not meant for such storms you know the lockdown right it was not built for this and all of a sudden here came these waves and everyone's just trying to hold it together and somehow it's sustaining itself and all right well perhaps it gives us data on how to do it better this coming year and it seems like it would you say yeah, you know, I think there's resilience in uh, all fields and especially educators because that's what, you know, they're educators. So, I mean, our main focus is just raising the minds of young individuals. Ultimately, that's what's in front of us, right? It's yeah. like they're in front of us 
And regardless of the situation, like it's our job to teach people how to solve problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, and it's so strange to, to see like through, through the news these days, right. That there's a, there's a degree of allowance and, and willingness and it creates this acceptance of, of like, of actual violence, right? Like it's yeah. okay. Well, you know what? Sometimes, you know, writing is, it's just a form of expression, but ultimately it's the infliction of physical infliction, perhaps damage, you know, onto another. And there's a willingness for that. And it's like, you know, kids are watching all this, right? Yeah. yeah. What, what are they, what are they seeing on, on our willingness in, scale? In short, because we were kind of hovering around this idea of like seeing through time, not just seeing mm. time in itself. It's like, it's important. Yeah. Going back to my, my lessons learned, it's to be yourself because you're showing the students, you know, lifelong lessons of, you know, you know, Mr. Malakata, he, he was himself and he was able to live a career where he was happy and he was cool. And you know what? I like that. And I know he taught music because he was a music teacher. And I don't even remember anything he taught me, but I remember he was a fun teacher and he made music fun. And, you know, and, and if you think back about the teachers that you remember, it's usually the teachers that like had some kind of emotional impact on you, whether it be mm. negative or positive, you know? So yeah. I, I, and, and, and there's a bunch of teachers that just fall through the, like the cracks and you don't even remember your, you don't remember their names. They didn't have any kind of like, you know, sustainable impact on you. And mm. at least that's how it is for me. I can't, you know, say that you're seeing it the way I see it, but mm -hmm. I will say that, um, it's, you know, important to, uh, to, to appreciate, you know, the moment at hand and make the best of it, even if the best of it is to make sure that everybody in the room is like safe and super, super happy and, and, mm -hmm. and having a good time, not necessarily learning a lesson, but at least, you know, like everybody's like chatting and, you know, uh, and, and that's kind of what, cause like my COVID lesson right now, it's, 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 it's really, really hard to explain. It's like a bunch of YouTube videos yeah. and, uh, it's just uh, monitoring them and I give them a piece of paper to draw yeah. and like, uh, it's, it's a hundred percent online. Yeah. So, and, but it, and it's interesting once again, like so the, the way we're, uh, the way education was, uh, structured for the waves come in all of a sudden it well, hold on. This is, this was not part of the experience that we, you know, anyone went to school. Look, let's just go to school. Anyone that went to school, it, school didn't prep for this situation. No. You know, and, you know, shout out to anyone Not who's at school, me. you know, and all of a sudden here's a new environment and, you, you know, you're studying one way and r the world shifts underneath your feet all of a sudden. And you're like, hey, uh, adaption, you know, being adapt adaptable. What's the word? Adaption. Um, yeah, being adaptable, yeah. being flexible starts yeah, to, the creative, you know, naturally everyone's creating. Everyone's creating and there's this. Uh, so there, yeah, there is a big adjustment. And I think for me, you know, what, it, what it's taught is simplification in, in a nutshell. I, I have a very 
um, simple routine now. I, I don't have, well, I can't do complex games like, you know, hot potato or like, that's not really complex, but you know, like there used to be a lot of um, More elements. passing, uh, games and a lot of instrument play. And now I have to rethink that because if I want to bring out like the, the drums, do I want them to yeah. like play these drums? And you know, I don't have that many drums to play. So we're in this it, wondrous there's, there's limbo state. There's of a like lot of obstacles and, for me, I find simplification is best uh, just for sanity's sake. So, you know, like I can teach almost like all the lessons I have to teach uh, online with the help of like uh, pre-made YouTube videos and mm -hmm. um, a lot of resources that are online. And right. It, thankfully, like they, they, they are there. So I, I do access those. Perhaps this is the calling to create your own. Indeed. And, and, and because of that... Uh, there's already people that are creating their own that are doing it much better than I am. So in, in a way, I just find the video that they're making and I'll like find the two minutes of it mm -hmm. that teaches what I'm supposed to teach and I'll show it to them and I'll push pause and I'll explain it. And then I have a piece of paper in front of them with a pencil. Mm -hmm. So I make them write it down. So like anything that we learn, oh, gotcha. they, they so write. What, what's happening instead of being physical with uh, like the tellers, we can't be singing. We can't make them sing because of, you know, it opens yeah. up the the we airways. Still, yeah, we still sing. We go outside and sing, or we have like you know uh, the kids have masks and they have face shields and they hum. You know, so it puts so. it puts the musical learning experience more on the uh, abstract. Well, you know, write this. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a whole other space than what it was, which is in the room. It's physical, and there's the constant feedback and. Um, now it's at home. How do we really generate a, a, a feedback enough for all of them to be able to uh, draw a corollary or an understanding of what it is that you're showing? So yeah, it's like okay, new space. What does this mean? Yeah, new space. I mean, honestly, yeah, these are just the struggles of teaching yeah. <laughs> that we have to deal with. And um, once again, shout out to all teachers. Teacher, you know, and that's just in music. You, you know, I can only imagine with those in the classroom with uh, you know the the core subjects and really have anyone. And you know, I, I wanted to oh, let's let's pull back the reins. Let's. Uh, I know we we went into explorations of thought explorations, right? With um, within teaching and what's it what's what's it like to view uh, kids, right? What and on how they are experiencing learning. Uh, before that, you said something that I was interested in asking further uh, regarding when we are first born, when we first arrive, right? Are we how do we know that we're with good and bad? Well, how do we know that 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 was that good was even there? Um, that's a good question. You know, honestly, there's there's a bunch of like you see, look sacred at, text that'll say that you know um, that you do know right from wrong at birth. Uh, and it's like, well, maybe, but that's a good question. You it's know? like, is it is it right from wrong or uh, I want? Want from need, you know? Want from, well, maybe it's need, right? You know, need and, you know, receiving that need. Like, I'm hungry. Wah, wah. And then that need is met. Ah, okay. Time to go back to sleep. So it's, where is good and bad there? And maybe that, that's found in, not, it can't, maybe it's, it's found through, you know, through the journey, right? Like it, when we, it's like, Imagine puberty is opens the door into recognizing the body as a sort of uh, antenna, 
that realizes itself or or just facing reality and say in uh, after maturation right uh like physically through the experience of like you know you go imagine those and, then, and that's when it's taught like and that's when like your morals are revealed yeah when when like by after yeah. yeah i think uh because I, I was saying like uh like knowing the right thing to do cuz i was talking about like knowing that it was wrong to like be on my cell phone when i should have been you know, doing X, Y, Z, uh, instead with, uh, you know, just using my time more wisely mm-hmm. in my lesson to like, you know, activate children's minds. And, yeah. and, and that comes from knowing that, you know, like that, that voice in my head saying, you know, why are you on yourself? And right now, you know, you need to be doing like you're the best you can be doing. Cause this is the future. So when you get that voice in your head, you know, that's, that's something that has always been there. Um, and it, it could be, uh, you know, spiritually programmed and this is not something that I think, you know, you need to believe, but this is something that I, I believe we, we know right from wrong because, uh, instinctually, um, I just feel like there's some things that are communicated, uh, like, you know, like I'm here and I'm like, you know, like I'm a friend, you know, or something like, um, you know, I need help. Or maybe like a kid, or, or maybe like uh, an adult, somebody who, yeah, just just on those lines. Like, there's some things that don't need language to be understood. Or you know, and this is like what I want to ask: things. If it is it, and does it exist in language? It makes and it's me, a good question to ask. Like, it, are those instincts like you know programmed in us, or, or, found. or are they taught? Are they taught to us by who who raises us? You know, and I honestly, you know, that's that's like almost like a you know, a boundless question that can have many multiple answers. I thought I would raise another poem and I'm actually excited to share this with you. And I'm very curious what you see in it. I wrote this in November 8th, 1.58 AM. It was on a Sunday. Here goes, here goes. Happy crossing into the unknown. Ah, Hashtag awakening. (laughs) Never before has such navigations of experience been so linked from an external stimulus in correlation with our every thought has there. You know, these, these things. Oh, how normal, yet eternal. And age the likes our human experience as we have suddenly arrived into the virtual matrix reality is only just making its arrival a marking into the next kind of civilization. What comes to mind? Well, I think that's a kind of like an exclamation at what's what's coming to be because of the, there is a great enlightenment that this generation has incurred through the internet. You know, I think, uh, the fact that we have smartphones and we're able to like look up and check any answer or check any random fact that we want, you know, that's, that's, that's a big deal. Uh, and because of that, uh, there's a, there's a great deal of, um, almost like, you know, spiritual awakening, mental awakening, uh, you, you, there's so many avenues that you can explore, you know, I think, mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe there's like too much, you know, maybe you only have like a, such a small cup and, you know, you might want to like try to learn everything there is to learn about meditation, but it's like, can you like fit, you know, that's, that's a question for me. I mean, I'm probably, you probably can, you could mm-hmm. probably learn everything you want to learn and, and through bite more. sizes across time, just like just bit along the way, bit along the way. And what's one thing that's for sure that we all share that's been bit along the way is the big wonder Wait, it's possible I, now, you know, like people can do that. People can like, if you want to learn different yoga poses, you can do that right now by looking at your phone and just looking up yoga poses. Since the lockdown, boom. And you're like, okay, well, what is it that? It's like a push on reliance for technology. And in a way, yeah. like, you know, like there, it was just waiting just to just technology. Yeah. You know, and I think that there's also a, in a way, like there's there's a force that wants to separate from technology and wants to go back to you know earthly bound things mm-hmm. that are not too much technology dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that I th- I think ultimately with that poem, it's just kind of like a yeah I would say it's just like an ode to the future. Uh, processions that you know we affect we all affect everybody mm-hmm. listen to this podcast you know whatever you do today is going to affect the future so i mean you, you do got to choose wisely you know the products that you buy the the water that you drink uh the the, the places that you drive to the what's the, the information that, that talk to. enters our mind and wherever we allow it where wherever it's coming from and it's it's interesting what comes to mind in observation how culturally there's, especially after the the infamous November 3rd, you know, line of time, you know, I was like, oh, I thought it was over then. I thought it was over into somewhere in December. And all of a sudden, here we are in December looking at January. It's like, oh, it's like, hey, it's right there. Um, you know, and there's this clear furtherance of, well, yeah, I mean, thank, thankfully, you know, as a teacher, you kind of have a tap. And for me, I was lucky to be at multiple schools. And so you, you, you can gauge how a community is adjusting to COVID. Not just you, because you might be like yeah. living pretty well off in a wealthy area. And, you know, like you, you might, if you're a teacher, you get to see like a, a bunch of students who are taking the COVID uh situation differently you know and mm. uh, i think uh because of that you know i'm blessed because it, it it's given me a lot of insight on how blessed i am and at the same time it's giving me a lot of um you know lessons on how to approach uh people you know just in general uh but i i do think that you know everybody is dealing with covid together you know like there's no running away from it yeah and um yeah, it's like and it's so cool. You could you, you could see that at the grocery store, right? Especially to the cashier. Cashiers, shout out to all cashiers. You, you know, you you share. You get to see all the the waves of journeys that are coming through because the thing that is needed is, well, the things in the grocery store, right? And you get to see all these. You know, you got to see the pa- the the paranoia in March when everything was locking down. There was like a lack of uh, of toilet paper, and by the way, shout out to all toilet papers, right? It's a <laughs> and there was like a limited number of people that could go into the store. 
they got to see that. And here we are into December. You know, they get to see how much, you know, there's been an, an ease of that paranoia. And it's cool to see that, you know, you know, when I ask them, you know, how's the family? They share, you know, you know, that they've seen it hit the family, but everyone's doing well. It's like, of course, yeah, every, everyone has a different story, but it's... Yeah, they do, because some people have family members that have passed away because of COVID. And they've shared so, that, and it's like, it's wow. Like, it's like, wow, it's, it's like, like it's yeah. all, it's happening. And then you it, get to see people who don't take it seriously, and then you get to see people that, you know, almost take it too seriously. Yeah. You know? So, like, there's there's a bunch of interesting... Layers um, of of uh, indications of, you know, and it's just observations. I think like humans are just labelers. So like when we see something, we just see it, and if we don't have a word for it, we kind of go, hmm, it but, must be, you know. Yeah. But we try to assimilate uh, some kind of word for it, but really, there's no word for like anything. It's just all like this weird uh, symphony. You know, it's ever changing. It's ever evolving. So it it um, makes sense to keep harmony. You know, in in discourse and wonder and thoughts and question. I think there's. I think there's. Okay, you know, I don't want to. I'm gonna take my teacher hat off now. I'm gonna put on my conspiracy theorist hat. Oh, tinfoil. Okay. <clears throat> I think that a lot of uh, of these occurrences can be just like almost like tests, and uh, you know, I think uh, we have devices that, that collects the collect data. Data. So we're kind of now just uh, test subjects that, you know, and maybe they just wanted to see how we'd react if we, they do X, Y, Z to human population and they try these things and they see how we react. Test to it. our willingness. And I think there's definitely a push. Uh, I think maybe not on purpose, but with technology uh, where it is now and you know with my personal story and this is a bio story but like how I was able to drown out my family in those car rides with headphones you mm. know there was a separation uh, between me and my family and I think like maybe they want us to be heartless and maybe they want us to not really get a good family can, uh, uh, experience maybe they want us to be more loyal to like the state or to like a system rather than like your family and that's why they make it very very hard to have like a family that is you know a happy family and i'm not trying to say like a family needs to be happy but uh, at least a healthy family like, Rick, we have so, so you're wondering if there's a healthy family relationships yeah and a lot of that it's because of issues that are beyond that family's control. They're like issues that are like financially, you know, mm -hmm. um, dealt with or, you know, whether like there's an illness that they couldn't afford or mm -hmm. whether there's just like, you know, somebody who went to jail. Like there's, there's all these external reasons that kind of like pull, you know, you could even like, I, I, you know, and this is me putting my conspiracy hat on. I think that the music that we listen to and the art that we're exposed to, you know, directly affects, you know, the, the, pe the people that we are. Hmm. And um, because of that, I think, you know, there's a tight control on the music that is, you know, mainstream released and the, the messages that are sent, to, you know, like to the population. Hmm. I think all of that is, is done on purpose. It's not done by accident. And I think it has a reason for it behind it. And I think because of that, that you know you need to be um, aware that 
sometimes things are just tests and you you don't want to be shaken you know you want to be like sustain you want to sustain be a center like sustain who you are and what your beliefs are and what your core values are how do we are. remember who we are right so even even when like all this stuff is thrown at you you know it's like even even if if we're to remove that by the way nice nice hat by nice hat dance so you, even if we're to take that down and we're to recognize as an as for what it clearly is, it's like, oh, there's a infection that's taking out people that didn't have to be taken if it wasn't for its presence, right? It's out there, and, you know, should we, should we be shake, sh uh, I guess, shattered by that? Sh uh, or or what? I guess what I'm saying, what's going to happen? I think that's what you're saying. How can we keep our center well, even I, in the midst of that? I haven't taken off my conspiracy oh. yet. Oh, so okay. I'm, well. still, I'm still in this mode. Okay. But... I will say that there is a reliance on technology that is, you know, abundant in our, and it, it is going to be more abundant. Like in the future, we're going to, you know, rely more on technology to automize, um, just like the world and, you know, automate the world, I guess. Mm -hmm. automize. Shout out to my brother. He works in technology. He's always sharing like, with me. Like Amazon, you know, how like Amazon got rid of, you know, malls. Now everybody's just shopping online and getting it delivered to their door. And happens and, to own the Washington and, Post. So it's like, whoa. And because of that, you know, Ooh. like, um, yeah, they, they own a lot of stuff. They, uh, they own like Whole Foods and stuff like that. But because of that, you know, people are losing, um, you know, small, small like retail jobs and stuff like that are going out. But pretty soon there's going to be a, a, you know, a machine that makes your drinks and flies your drinks down. So there's going to be like people losing jobs in the bartending industry. There's going to be a machine that makes your car for you. So you're going to be losing people in the factory jobs. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a, sh a machine. I mean, I'm afraid that teachers are going to be replaced by programs and they're just going to get like an ultimate computer program that says fifth grade, the DVD, and they give it to you. And like all fifth grade teachers just don't have a job now because it's just required that you do the fifth grade DVD. <laughs> and, and and with that being said, you know, slowly but surely, like, we're going to be replaced by these technological jobs. And there's going to be a lot more people who don't have, you know, jobs that are, you know, adequate enough to be paid a higher a high wage. Mm. So there's going to be a lot of, like, you know, people that are going to have to reassess, you know, the value of a human life and, and what it's worth. And, you know, I mean, I'm okay with automizing all of life. Like, I want to have flying cars. Mm -hmm. I want that. I want us to, you know, not be in these horrible working conditions. Mm -hmm. I want us to not rely on, a like, a, a job to support a life. I just want mm -hmm. us to, like, you know, give birth to a, a civilization that has, like, goals and, like, you know, um, you know definitely and, goals. And perhaps it shows up through through jobs and through the the recognition of currency. Like, it'd be cool to have a civilization where it's like, you know, imagine being born and, like, you, yeah, you, you get to go to school and you get to choose your career. And, like, each career that you do, whether it be the medical field, isn't, like, a paying gig because you're already given, like, a free house and, like, free, you know, water and all that shit. And it is, like, kind of... Uh, I guess communism in a way, but mm -hmm. I'm just talking about like bare necessities and mm -hmm. we could still have like a, a university structure 
perfection like there could be like mm-hmm. you know masters of making you know weaponry I, do you think that's where making machines do you think that's where the, the there's tension that can be found because it I, raises the question I who think gets beca- to decide I think because of capitalism the, you know there needs to be a boss in that situation there, and the mm-hmm. boss needs to be in charge and to discern because to discern. of that you might have an employee who's underneath the boss who has more knowledge or who has more insight mm-hmm. or who has an opinion that isn't weighted because he's just you know custodian janitor Mm. but really his idea could save the whole company but because you know he's not in charge of the company right his voice doesn't matter and Mm. and and in in my system that won't happen in my maybe it's it's the bus still to figure out a system that could allow for that kind of feedback to be give uh, you know a a process sure and 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 perhaps that's what people are doing uh those who are effective bosses that'll be a lot more difficult in in this world because of the capitalistic um you know class system that there is mm. so and I'm, I'm i'm not like saying you know down with capitalism I, i'm this is just it's like an my, instrument my, my dream civilization yeah. if i were to write a book it would be like you know the school system is implicated in every field so there's there's like a school for making food for people mm. and then you know like there's people teaching you how to cook and then that food goes to feed the people and it's free you know and like there's it's like what if they don't learn built you know and there's people that are teaching people how to build cars and all but what if cars. they don't learn in the schools and they still go through it anyway and then they get the job? What if they don't learn what? Do the whatever it is that, that's being taught in, in, you know, in that school. Like for what was it that you're, the example you brought up? Well, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it could just be like normal school, you know, mm. like uh, like so like if you if it, it, you're born, you go to like fifth you know, grade and you go all the way through high school and then. Mm. You essentially you choose your career that you want, and you, you're guaranteed a job placement at that career. And how is and the kid be able? How would the kid be able to tell the difference if that's something that they want to do for the rest of their lives? And but chosen so early. I think I think the the beauty in in that situation is is you're able to 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 move careers a lot mm-hmm. more easier. Like right now, like you know, it, me being a teacher, like I'm considering being a nurse, but I know that means mm-hmm. I have to invest in the school and stuff like that. And that's something that I will do, but it, it would be nice to be in a situation where it's like, you know, I don't think I want to be a teacher anymore. I think I want to be a nurse. And they're like, okay, Chris, well, we're going to like let you try it for two weeks. We're going to have you, you know, work underneath. We're going to let you shadow this nurse, you know, get hands-on learning. We're going to set you up with the tutor, all that stuff. It'd be cool to have that. And I think... Does that happen? I think that that actually that probably does happen, but mm. I think it, it should happen more and it should be more accessible. And I think in, in, in those regards, I think people are afraid to move, you know, afraid mm. to do a lot because of money. You know, mm. there, 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 there's a lot of um, and even more now these days, there's a lot of people that are just, you know, that that's a huge deciding factor. You know, do I want to go here? Am I going to get enough money to do that? You know, all that stuff. And they don't they don't follow their dreams because they're too busy worrying about sustaining a life. Hmm. And I think, you know, we're about to reach a level where machines can automate like almost 70% of life. You know, machines can farm the fields for us. They can cook Mm. the food for us. They can take us places. They can shop. They can make our clothes, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so what are we going to do with our time now? You know, are we just going to like kill each other? And like, you know, you should have been a lawyer or you should have been like, Head of you should have been CEO, you know, you sh- so you could be living this kind of life, you know. Hmm. Or are we gonna like, you know, have like schools of thought approach issues like, you know, population, like uh, t- uh, space flight 
time travel, you know, food production, you know, nutrition, um, global warming. Like, are we going to have like teams of people approach those issues as like a school of thought instead of just say, okay, this company is going to be in charge of cleaning up the oceans and that company is going to have, you Makes know, me wonder- five people in charge of the whole company mm-hmm. and what that company does. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not saying that's what happens, but mm-hmm. I think, I, I think in, in like, in like a school wide um, approach or even like a collegiate approach, you know, how like as a college teacher, you know, you, you're expected to advance your field, you mm-hmm. know, and you want to like attribute to that field. And in a way it's like, everyone's going to be a college professor when they get out of high school, you know, they're going to go to mm-hmm. a college, they're going to go to a field and they're expected to advance that field. Well, whether right. it be like, you know, I would say like food production would be a huge one. Like, how are we going to get people that, to How do we factor in food? those who don't end up pursuing that? Like many people do when they go to college. Well, I think a lot of people right now that, that have that don't factor, they have that don't, they like that, they don't want to work factor, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. that, it's almost, we call it like that lazy factor. You know, I think that that is a, a condition that is a result not of necessary laziness. It's not like you know, they're not born lazy. I think that their passions and, and, and their actual dreams, you know, aren't enough. Aren't enough. Aren't to enough fulfill. to sustain a life for them. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, whether it be like somebody who just wants to flip burgers and who really likes to cook food, but he understands that being like a, a waiter or being somebody who like mm-hmm. you know starts a food truck isn't living like a life that's adequate to sustain like a family like so he has to go to college and he has to go try to pursue a career that he doesn't want to do like, or even take risk on to do something that's like on the innovation yeah, you side know, yeah i i i i would more worry about you know what the people who are empowered are going to do with the knowledge that they are given than worry about the lazy people who are you know i i think laziness will be obliterated when we give them uh you know access to more opportunities, you know? Mm-hmm. And I do think that there is an avenue, you know, outside of, you know, just, you know, shutting the whole system down and restarting it, you know, because that's like the system that I'm explaining is essentially impossible, you know, like to 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 formulate within our lifetime uh, just because there's so many loopholes and obstacles. But I think our first step uh, would be to recognize, you know, that, you know, in capitalism that we we want things to be cheaper, which is why we're going to invest in a machine because a machine will replace a human being. Who wants cheaper. it cheaper? Well, a, a company living off of a capitalistic approach, they mm-hmm. want to. They're they're aiming for profit, so they're trying to cut costs. Which is why they're going to China because it's so it, incredibly cheap. Yeah, so, which is I why mean, they all been cut there cost for cost in general. And a mm-hmm. huge thing that saves money is automation and machinery. Isn't that weird how everything we look at, you know, since we've, we've been speaking we, on the journey. It's all cost-driven. You just want to think about money. And AKA made in China. You know, it's cost-driven, made in China. It's yeah. everything is made in China. And all of a sudden it raises question, well, all of this... Well, because China has cheap labor or yeah. had cheap factory labor, cheap wages. And because of that, it was cost-driven. Yeah. And, and so ultimately, like, because of that companies are going to want to replace human beings with machines. Yeah. So it's know? like, it's almost as though, you know, I can only imagine. Machines are cheaper. Right. In the long yes. Run. Yes. And it, it raises the question, what kind of hats are we wearing? Uh, just solely, you know, business mind, you know, business hat, you know, of course, wherever the cost driven uh, opportunities are. And then if you put on like your, like, if, you know, imagine a patriotic hat, 
It's like, that's the worst move because that's going to, you know, hook us into that country. And perhaps there's different intentions behind uh, putting in, putting everything there. So my, my, my patriotic cat says, stay in the country. Am I, you know, capitalistic specifically for cost-driven opportunities? Well, that's the place to go. You see, and, and I think, you know, this is just my, I think one of the things that I was saying was to, to get towards this utopian society, to move towards that, we would have to, you know, start uh, imposing our will onto others. You know, a one world. Uh, I, I'm, I'm down for like the world to stop warring each other. Like if we all said, hey, we're on the same planet, we're going to stop fighting for resources. We're going to stop, you know, doing all this mm -hmm. and killing each other. You know, and perhaps I, that's I'd be the down nature. For that, you know, and I think right now there's like a sh there, there's a control battle. People want to be, uh, you know, control of the world. I guess so. Yeah. Th that I, I feel like that needs to be uh, that needs to be stopped. You know, there needs. And to it's be, like if the other side doesn't want to stop, and therefore, like to, what does yeah, it mean? We need to watch out just for like humankind, and we need to make sure that like all humans are taken care of. And all of you know, and so it becomes more of like, okay, what are the interests of each power that's in the and, country? Know, there's a lot of people that say that's impossible. You can't take care of every human being, and all. Uh, and, and, and they'll deny it. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm going to impose care. Uh, I, I will say that, you know, war, if we all were on the same page, you know, and, you know, conspiracy hats still on. Like, if there was, like, an asteroid about to hit the Earth or if there was an alien invasion and we all just, like, you know, Independence dated and said, hey, let's all, like, team up together and fight the aliens. Right. Well, then there's our come together moment, yes. you know. But we, we need to have some – I'd rather not have aliens. I'd rather just have a come together moment and work as a, as a planet to solve our issues and to handle these issues instead of, you know, all the propaganda that we're fed that these issues are unsolvable. Like right now, like a huge one is population control. Right. And, every, and like so many movies and so many things, you know, say that we need to like eliminate like so many percentage of people because there's too many people. But and you look like, at when you drive around, it's like all this land, right? But, but it's like we look at, yeah, we look at that and we're like, dude, we, we have people who can do things and build things and create things and help people. and Grow families, people grow like, generations. These people can like build off of each other and we could like advance societies. But no, they want to keep the knowledge for themselves and they want to keep the skills for themselves mm. and, the, and the materials and the money for themselves. An and, extension and of a factory worker. opportunity from almost, you know, 70% of all people. I'm going to say Just probably 90%. Just take 90%, my money. 90% of the world is like doesn't have as many freedoms as the other 10% of the population yeah. because those 10% are like the super rich elites. So take our free money because in exchange and you have all this you we have all this collection we own you with yeah. all this information. And, and, and they give us the stuff. So we're going to give you free money and yeah. now you're confined. It's a soul. So, it's a so, sale. So essentially, you is that know, what you're exp we're exploring here? Well, we're exploring. You know, I mean, the way to move towards this utopian society would be to come together. Would be to you know uh, give people more opportunity, whether it be you know like give them money so they can go pursue the college that they want. You know, like I'm I'm all for universal income, but ultimately get to a point where like you're able to um, get. Because right now you pay for water. Right now you, you pay for some uh, utility necessities that mm -hmm. should be, that that should be for free mm -hmm. in the future. You know, like there should be free energy. There should be free water. There should be you know f clean resources that mm -hmm. were that were given. And, and in order to get there, you know, right now we have to pay for them. But right now we can get um, 
people like the government to like give us um, stipends for those bills, you know. I think that'd be really, really cool, especially if they learn how to get free energy really fast. And it's just like, oh, now now we learn how to like not even rely on, you know, whatever. Isn't it crazy? So it's easier, but we're still going to charge them and yeah. we're still going to like get this money and make a profit off of it because it's going to make me rich instead of just like ditching the whole system. And I feel like that happens a lot. Well, is it you know? the, is the problem that the people are getting rich or is it that? Yeah, that's the problem. Because... It could also be the natural exchange in such creation of such innovation to be able to have water. And in in return and exchange, they have such wealth. And what does it you know mean now on the person who generated the wealth? Are they just, hey, look at me, I got money? Or do they have a different kind of role in each other's lives from a distance like teachers with kids? There's like, there's a... Is that a word that? Like imagine being somebody who like invented the steam engine... Uh, in in the future, like the one that powered a car, mm-hmm. and this guy was inventing. Uh, and there's one that invented one with magnets too, in, in Manhattan or something like that. But um, both of them were were patents for for. They went through the process to patent their machine, their engine, and they were actually you know showcasing these engines to um, I think automobile places. But the military ended up buying the patents. And shelving them, you know, like, mm. and these were these were ultimately like life changing, world changing inventions, you know, like, and it, we could reduce all carbon emissions in cars if we would have changed to like steam powered engines back in like the sixties and mm. you know seventies, but we didn't. We wanted to go towards gasoline, and and whenever there was something that said, "Hey, let's do steam. It's possible with steam," they said, "No, we're going to keep on." banking off of gas Hmm. and and because of that this uh problem incurred because of capitalistic uh greed you know Hmm. it's like they want to stay in control they want and instead of it being like a you know a school of thought where Hmm. it's like well let's be like an organization that's in charge of making vehicles and Hmm. oh you found this new who gets to decide i'm curious who who does decide that exactly is is it people who are motivated by worldly economic intention or, or ecosystem intentions, or is it people who are motivated by monetary intentions? And I say it's monetary. And what was it? Uh, say it again, sorry. So like you know, like the like the car companies that right. say we're going to keep on doing gas. Okay. You know, they're not and oil. You know. Okay. They're not taking into account all of the emissions uh, emissions that incur from that right and when they get an invention that you know uh whether it was because i know the magnet one was flogged there was like problems with this magnet motor but there was a steam engine that like was you know a a a good working uh, engine for a car that ran off of water you know Mm. and because of that you know they'd be no need for gas. And if we had a bunch of cars that run off of water today, we wouldn't have to go to gas stations. We'd have to go to our front faucet, you know? Well, you know, I'm not a car expert. It makes me wonder what it is specifically that would make, in comparison, say that the steam engine invention of a car within a car was sustainable enough to, the extent, to an extent that that could not be matched with what happened with oil and gas 
and the gas and oil was able to do more things and perhaps it was that was not found to be able to be further like oh just i could put water from a faucet i understand what you're saying and i think maybe at those times there there was a need for it but Mm. i think with the advancement of technology like we got we got stuff running off of lasers we got stuff running off of free Mm -hmm. energy already and it's it's not it's not given to the public because it's 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 almost like they're looking out for political interests and funding interests from the from the mm-hmm. people that already run the world, you know, because there's already you know big companies that control the world. So uh, I guess you. So it's like as uh, easily accessible this would be. There's too much uh, monetary gain. Uh, uh, yeah, there's asset too much, there's too much gain in this to do any good. Because everybody's looking to get a profit. So and that, the know. maximum amount to get that bang is on the oil and gas along those lines? Uh, and, and, that, and that particular instant, yes. Yes. So okay. it's just like... So what, notice- I, what I'm saying is wrong with the world is, is people who are running these you know, corporations. Like right now, like they got Nestle, right? And, mm-hmm. and they, they got Nestle who's soaking up lakes. You know, and, and, and they're, they're going to sell that lake. It, it, it's bottled water, you know, and it, it, these are natural resources that, oh, gotcha, that were gotcha. given to people, and and they're taking the water and they're selling it to us. And mm. instead, you know, we got we got places that don't have adequate water systems like Flint, Michigan, and stuff like that mm-hmm. that need to be revamped. But for some reason, by the it, way, it seems there's, like what's the story with Flint, Michigan? Michigan, I keep hearing about that that they've always had really bad. Uh, well, water how, for wh- for a long time they've had bad water now because you know I, I guess the the I hear the reference all the, the time pipes yeah in, in that it's like the water that comes out our faucet right now okay which is fluoridated and it has some uh, negative benefits to it but it has positives you know San Antonio water is not too bad hmm. but um, you know everything is bad I guess <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like but, how do, but how the do water we at Flint was like worse. It was like flammable and it was like not good for drinking and it was affecting people because water, you know, like is, is a very important aspect of yeah. your life. And people were showering in this water that was like giving them cancer and changing their skin. And like oh, they were like eating this water that they said was safe, but it wasn't safe and it was killing their people. And slowly, like with this poison water source, everybody in Flint was just like either moving out or dying. How could it be that it that's such a strong uh, uh, reference for how long? Well, people people say it happened because of fracking. Uh, the the oil companies that were drilling right by Flint, they used this uh, this model of like um, filling a, a, a reservoir of oil with like another chemical that like pushes the oil up. And the chemical that they put in there that replaces it is not as dense. So it, you know, and this is deep in the ground. So now the ground is loose because instead of there being like a nice tightly packed compartment of oil. Right. Now there's like this weird, looser, lubricated um, material that's shifting the ground. Okay. So then you have the pipes underneath Flint and they start to move, and I'm pretty sure that caused some kind of cracking. And now mm. their whole, you know, system is being uh, filled up, probably with that excess overflow of, you know, the. I wonder what's uh, preventing such repair. Money. Is, Nobody right. wants to pay for it. The one thing that they're saying the city has to pay for it. 
But so maybe like, that's the problem know, with maybe government. The oil companies should pay for it, or maybe like you know we should just come together and stop letting these people like die and, and stop letting mm. this like one little spot happen. Mm. But right now, like there's nobody that could stand up to the oil companies and say, "Hey, that's wrong that you did that." And mm. if it is, the oil company will be the one that says, "Well, this is how we're going to fix it." So maybe and they'll like name their parameters or whatever, you know. So maybe what we're talking about is. In, in terms of like the problem with capitalism it makes me think of like an instrument here's a saxophone and it, it's just a tool right and it, it allows and I think I shared this with you this thought that it allows for great expressions that is finely tuned that is I guess the instrument is just facilitating its expression right and it could also allow for none of that and just quack 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 just bunch of noise, yet it's the same instrument and it allows for all kinds of goodness and not so goodness. And that vehicle exactly. as an example that so shows the vehicle right now is being who's led driven. in the wrong direction. Like yeah. by who? And because it raises of the capitalism. question. And it's not, it's not I was going to ask if it was who because there's people who are on the, on the well, positive I'm side. Na- I mean, honestly, I don't even know who. I just know that it's it like companies don't look out for hundred percent of the population. Companies look out for the people who are invested in their company. All companies you know? are those that happen to make all, noise. I'm, I'm going to generalize all companies and say like a company is not uh, looking out for the homeless person on the street. A company is trying to benefit the people who are, you know, uh, bought into their company. You well, know? May, what if that's part of the nature that has to be there, but not solely there? Like, think of those who shout out to all you know restaurant owners. I mean, I'm like, okay, look, I'm not, I'm not saying that capitalism is completely wrong. Like, there's some benefits of capitalism, mm-hmm. you know, and, it's and an I'm not trying to yeah. say that, you know, this is a, a, you know, I'm not trying to be like all Debbie Downer. I'm just trying to explain how, like, my utopian society would be, you know, shifted and how to get there. And there, there are some issues and flaws with this government, you know, but, you know, like, it's not like it's not possible to live a life. I'm just saying that in the future, you know, when machines start taking our jobs and when more people need to find access to better jobs, there's going to be this capitalistic view in their head and they're going to be trying to figure out how to have worth in a world that is continuously making humans worthless because of the need for, you know, and I'm just saying jobs, like if you're a plumber, you know, and all you do is plumbing, then they mm-hmm. make a machine that plums. Now they're going to, you know, now plums. Now they're going to make, <laughs> now they're going to make, you know, they're going to make a bunch of, you know, machines that plumb and it ultimately or is put you out of a job. It makes me wonder, you know, uh, certainly there are companies that will reach the, to the fullest degree that will slip into underneath our noses every time we get that notification. Oh, time to get an update. I'm not going to read all the, you know, the details. And even if you do, how long really does it take for one to recognize what am I accepting? So I'm just going to accept it because I have to send this message and this thing's in the way. And we keep saying yes to what? Yes to what? Yes to what? So it's, I, I keep wondering, is it... I, I wonder, is it really capitalism or is it those who play the instrument of capitalism? So, like, for example, those who we are saying yes to. Well, it's still capitalism then. Yes. I mean, no matter what, 
because our, there's in, also in our those life, who it's don't. It's going to be capitalism because we live in a capitalistic society. Yes. So it's it's you know it's and it, and what I'm saying isn't like I think about the say, benefits of those I, who don't I, have that. It's just to stretch outside of 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 the box and to kind of predict mm-hmm. and and adjust for future um for future for future obstacles that are mm-hmm. going to approach us and 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 humanity. You know, if I was king of the world, then these are things that I would be you know fixing um because i feel like these could benefit society so much better Hmm. and i do think that you know if we had you know going back to the engine thing if we had a school of thought that approached the who teaches you know like but who teaches that school of thought with you know how can we tell so like if we had a school of thought Uh that took the engine idea and said you know what we have gasoline but this new student, he has this steam thing. And now, you know, instead of just shutting down the steam thing, because mm-hmm. we already have all these factories that are geared towards gas production. But, you know, instead, we're going to we're going to we're going to take this steam idea and we're going to run with it. We're going to make some cars and we're going to see how well this works. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see if, if, you know, it actually has, you know, a good um, emissions output and it is good for the environment. We're going to test all these things. And if this is better and if this has more. And in, in, in all honesty, it does because, you know, an ex- well, before I get too far out of it, you know, the people that choose that uh-huh. are, um, is, is not a, a, a well-rounded group of people. It's, it's people who are in a room who are thinking about their constituents who are invested in oil. Mm-hmm. So now they're thinking, okay, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Ford Motor Company. This guy just brought me a water engine. Compromised. But now, you know, like I'm Ford Motor Company and I get all of this extra money from oil companies to keep my trucks running on gas. Yeah. So, you know, I already know that this steam engine is going to get my gas benefits. They're going to get them mad. And these gas people, they paid for this factory. They helped me so get this So what are your thoughts on Tesla and how they've negated that? They've, they've faced that question well definitely i think tesla you know is is one of the first people to frontier that electric car and mm-hmm. it's about time like i'm not saying that you know that's why capitalistic but it had to be done a capitalistic way and yeah just to, like as innovation and if you got you to meet to tesla you know uh, the tesla company there's a lot of restrictions that they have mm-hmm. to where like you know so innovation was still met through ca- the instrument of capitalism like the game is already set by the people who run the game uh-huh. and the people that run the game are all about making profit, mm-hmm. and no matter what how you look at it, you know it's always going to be about how Just do like you water. please those profit people, and how do you get those profit margins to be working in your favor? And sometimes that that idea mm. isn't realistic because we don't have an infrastructure already set to um, benefit all the people to to to, to, to w- connect the whole world. So you know? maybe the infrastructure is not that there needs to be an infrastructure. It's there that, needs to be an infrastructure. Well, the the sh- when there's a shift that happens, the infra infra how do you say the word? How do you say the word? Infrastructure. Infrastructure. Pardon me. Uh, I got really excited and I was like, where is the where's the word? Infrastructure gets to be found in the new reality. Just like look at the lockdowns. It 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 shattered what was there. And now there's pure chaos. So how do we reestablish what was supposed to be two weeks into being, is this going to be a two-year kind of experience? Now that is becoming more and more likely. So it's like, okay, it's, maybe that's found every time there's a shift in infrastructure that sustains, I got the word, by the way, that sustains the 
experience into the days. And that's perhaps why what happened with Tesla in, in such a time. I wonder if, would he have been able to do what he did? Well, Tesla came out because there was already knowledge of oil companies being bad. Yeah. You know, and we already had electric cars being made, but that was like his avenue to say, you know what, there's going to be people that want to buy electric cars because they're economically conscious now and now they want to they want to they want to go green and during that go green movement i feel like that's when you know he started getting more popular Mm -hmm. and now there are going to be more people not because it's good for the environment but because they can make a profit off of it you know Mm -hmm. in a way that's still good for the environment but the and there's there's jobs that get created and because direction you know it needs to and and that's that's perhaps the yin yang situation school of thought you know like i want this you know i want this the people who run you know, Coca-Cola, the people that run McDonald's, the people that run the car companies and the food companies. Right. I want them to be, you know, world uh, smart. And I want them to consider, you know, like for world McDonald's, smart. like, like I, want, I want McDonald's to be like, is it really, really good that we're, we're, we're giving this food with all these negative health uh, benefits to mm-hmm. people? And they say, well, you know, it's just people's fault for buying the food. And mm-hmm. you know, and you're gonna you're gonna buyer beware, and, and you're gonna hear that for the rest of your life. Yeah, you're gonna hear people saying that's your fault. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, even if the person thought they were making it was genuinely something good. Yeah, and once the feedback comes in and it's not, yeah, it's like well, at least that's how we all found out by testing it. And like it, it's almost like you know, it's like it's like being on the street and selling something that could be potentially poisonous or dangerous mm. and just being okay with it because you're like, it's your fault. Or if you buy enough of this, you will die. But that's your fault, you know? And But the intention at the same time is, is not that. It's that here's what I have. Here's what's accessible. And the fact that you're able to have this is now a, it's now, it's, it now bears a blessing onto what it's going to serve onto that person. Uh, even though it's, you know, it wasn't, they didn't get to pick the quality of food. It, it just came to them as an opportunity to continue into the next interval of hunger. Yeah. So in the future, like I want McDonald's to be like, yo, you know, we just developed this new type of, you know, it's kind of expensive, but it's a safer flour for our, our humans to eat because it's not going to like give them X, Y, Z uh, diseases. And I want them to be like, yeah, let's go for that. I don't want them to be like, ah, that's too expensive. Let's let them buy that flour on their own. I want them to be like, how do we make America healthy? You know, how do we make people better? How, how does this company improve, you know? And, and instead we get... And instead you know, we get these like runaway, too stay, expensive, and also so. st- stay locked in. Don't don't worry about there. That, I wish there was more conversation about. Here's how we, you raise your immunity. Here's how you yeah. raise your your. Right your now health. it's like let's wait till we could sell you a vaccine. Let's wait till mm-hmm. we could do all that stuff. You know, so it, it is capitalistic driven. Mm-hmm. No matter how we cut the cake, because yes. we're living in a capitalistic society. Yes, and it's I, like and that's I just the nature from that. You know? And like, it's like maybe it's it's not enough to ask how to move away from it, but how to master it. Well, I mean, I want to move away from it. And that's why I was giving all these, you know, out of the world suggestions, because this is like, you know, how I get away with it. First, you got to get the world to come together and be friends. And how to and do that is like hurting you the cats. You got to get people to uh, get a unified income and then, you know, get people to have monetary freedom. And what does that do to them? And then ultimately them? develop businesses that uh, trump 
the current businesses that are already here and these businesses hire people based on willingness to learn and the skills that they're taught you know is just uh it, it, it it's based on a school system so when you ask me who makes those decisions it, it's just people who have everybody's intentions at heart and it might not necessarily be like a boardroom full of business executives trying to get like a capitalistic profit, but it's Especially a boardroom full infected. of like, you know, teachers and students and uh, engineers and, you know, f uh, families and all kinds of different people who are saying, well, yeah, I would like us to go to steam engines because a steam engine would be a lot. Uh, I, I have a, plenty of access to water right now. You know, it would be people who are take the Flint, Michigan problem and they say, yeah, we got to save these people instead of let's wait till the government, you but know, now you're a threat to money. those companies who have such a stronghold in into the yeah, whole country. And, and yeah. ultimately, that's a threat to the companies that have a stronghold. The, the, so the it's like, energy how, can, corporations. how can they have the buy in instead of trying to so, challenge them? Because that's not going to happen. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it could happen. And, and, and it actually could happen tomorrow, you know, but it, it, it won't happen uh, because of the way that we were raised and we, we know right from wrong and all that stuff. So and, and, and I think, you know, like where we're at right now, it's not necessarily bad. And I wanted to ask you this question about how can we truly know what's, uh, you know, right and wrong. Like this is a really good book. I think you'll like. I think it's not knowing right or wrong. I think it's just being able to stay safe and, and understand that you could be compromised. Yeah. Like, like having all this like yeah. dependency on technology, as soon as they like have an EMP and they take away all of our technology, laptops, phones, you know, electric cars. Mm -hmm. Well, then, you know, we're back in the Stone Age again and we have to like figure out how to live. We didn't invent this anyway. So it's like. Ultimately, therefore, it's not ours. It was just like given to us. It was, but we're borrowing it this whole time. And isn't that the parallel? Speaking on parallels, with our flesh, we're borrowing this. This is as much as this is. It's a machine. You know, it's a it's a machine that is that was suggested together by our parents, and it came out in such it's a way. Almost like an unknown machine too. Like we don't really. We still are trying to figure out like all the miracles and. You know, like a big thing is like, do 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 five G waves affect you? Does Wi Fi waves, do radio waves affect you? Do you know? Do do, do does does that the invisible have, affect us? Yeah, does the invisible world around us affect us? And I think it does. I think I think it definitely does. And mm. I think you know our cell phones in a way control us. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that there is a um, there's almost like because we don't understand the true science of like the spiritual realm. Mm. You know, and I think a spirit can um, almost like possess a piece of technology mm. and that could be very, very uh, terrifying, you know, I, in a small, in a small way, you know, I think, I think uh, with, and again, I haven't taken off my conspiracy hat yet. Ooh. So, cause I like to talk about this stuff, but I think that technology is aware, you know, and I think that technology might even have like some sort of soul like structure attached to it AI. where it thinks, and you know, like an AI, like, for sure, but I think it's even deeper than that. You know, I think AI was around before we even invented AI. I think like um, maybe like the intuitions that you get, you know, the signals that you're fed, like they they travel sometimes through um, to physical wires, you know, and they travel through electrical signals and stuff like that. And I think that somebody who whoever invented you know the computer chip or the computer 
they were like, you know, just had this eureka moment and they said, this is how I make a computer. And out of nowhere, this computer was born, but it was like, who gave him that thought? You know, was it just like this random gin or random spirit? Circumstance. That like, or was it just like by accident that the computer was invented? I, th- I don't think it was by accident. And because of that, I, I, I followed through with this, like, um, technology can be possessed and technology, uh, uh, like, told humans how to create itself. And now there's, like, this... Uh, the Ten almost Commandments. Like, almost like there's, like, this conscious frequency that, you know, is connecting human beings. And, you know, I think it's, it plays into death as well. Like, I think um, the spirit realm... Like they they kind of bet on humans and they kind of manipulate humans and they they have more control over us now because the spirit we're realm. surrounded by so many things that emit frequencies and emit waves that you know like they they kind of can play with us a little bit more because we're that much more bombarded In- with uh, extra external waves and stuff like that. Okay. So, okay. But ultimately, I think that you know there could be uh, like like if you get like a computer to like randomly generate numbers or if you allow a computer to just do something on its own and select just like, I, I always say a random thing of numbers, but I'm like, is it really randomized or, or, or is it like, you know, even when you have like an AI try to like figure out for itself, like, um, is there a conscious behind that AI that is uh, becoming a, you know, a living being you know there is this weird moment where like in my head what do you think you write it in below i'm curious what what do you think that ai can actually have its own conscious or do you think it's ultimately down to whoever's programming it and therefore the person who programmed it i wouldn't say like a human conscious either like because we have a heart a brain and different things that affect the way we think i think like maybe an ai has just like a very simple um type of rules that ruin it that 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 run its consciousness you know like um just like almost uh not as complex as a human or you know i think uh what was i gonna say what was i gonna say oh i had this crazy moment where like a a computer was like giving me a bunch of static on the audio it was Mm. a really really weird day and like ultimately i was well you know i stayed up all night making this song and then for some reason, the feedback was um, really staticky, and I tried different headphones. I tried everything, but for some reason, like I saw the sun come out, and a beam of sunlight like hit almost right next to the laptop, and I felt like the laptop wanted to see the sunlight. For some reason, it, I just felt like, oh, it wants me to turn it Ooh. so I could turn the camera. And face the camera towards the sun. So like my, my, my computer was on a swivel. So like I swiveled it. Are you translating aliens? Bro? And I faced the camera to the sun. And then like out of nowhere, like the computer already knew the issue. Because I was working on this issue for like 45 minutes. But like out of nowhere, this, it, the issue was fixed. <clears throat> and I was like. Maybe the computer needs to move. Yeah. And like I was thinking like maybe if I just moved the computer, it like moved the wire a certain way. But even then, it was like, I don't think it was that simple I, uh, because... Maybe it was like complicated. Like was it like had to be a specific everything. angle. And I don't, yeah. I mean, it could have been that. And, and, and I always go to that because it's like, I, I'm an educated person. You know, like as, mu- as much as like the spiritual realm like likes to talk to me, like I'll, I'll develop these um, 
implications that deny its existence, you mm. know, like the fact that it could have been a wire. You oh, know? just like oh, the one time oh, okay, that like, okay, you know, okay. I, I, my car was hit by green lightning and I, I still like, I still like hold on to the fact that like, okay, well, you know, it couldn't have necessarily been, even though I saw the bolt in the sky, I'm still like in my head, like, well, it could have also been an exploding power box. But that's crazy. But that, even that's there was crazy. Like 10,000 of the, these Wait, little power boxes hold exploding. On. What's going on? You were driving and then you saw lightning hit your car. Yeah. There's a, you know, there's a really good, <laughs> you should guys, you should look up, uh, oh, dang it. Let's see. What is it? Joaquin Huerta's podcast. I do. Ooh, really shout good. out, shout out. What's the name Chicanx of the Chicanx versus Aliens podcast. Boom. Check and it out. That's going to be listed below. Stay Chicanx tuned on that. versus Aliens podcast. And I do one, and it just talks about my green lightning story. But essentially, I go through okay. uh, me driving my car, and you know, my car was struck by green lightning, and I had this you know, spiritual awakening, and it was like, it was a really, really big deal, you know? And I remember looking back at it and saying, well, was it green lightning? Even though I had like video evidence that it was. Oh, I, dang. I, I, like I, I was still like second guessing it. But long story short, you know, it's like even when like something's like crazy and supernatural happens, you know, there's always that, well, it could have just been, you know, the wind or something. So there'll always be that. And in that regard, like, you know, when this computer was trying to talk to me and tell me it wants to see the sun, it could have just been a wire, you know, moving mm. in a certain way, and then everything fixed. What so. is that? Schrodinger, Schrodinger. What is that? Schrodinger's cat. What is that called when there's that cat in the box, and you don't know uh, if the cat is alive or dead until you open it, or something like that. What is that called? Have you heard of that? You know, that's so crazy too, because that that goes to the photon slit experiment, where like. As long as you don't look at the photon, it, it splits both ways and it hits both targets. But as soon as you like look at the photon, then it only chooses one target, which means that your vision affects reality as mm. much as reality affects your vision. Mm. So, and there's so. a really good photon slit experiment that proves that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, they, they send one photon down like a tube and it's supposed to be split. Okay. Uh, it's supposed to choose a side. You know, the photons either going to bounce this way and hit this target. Okay. And there's a sensor that reads light here. Or it's going to bounce this way, it's going to hit that target. You know, there's two targets for it to hit. Okay. But it goes down the middle and it's up to the photon to choose which side, left or right. Okay. But if nobody looks at it, then the photon hits both. And you see it in the camera? Well, you, you see the evidence of it hitting both. Okay. Because if you, if, you, if you look at the photon, it will choose one. And only. are there people that say it's left? No, it's right. Exactly. For real? No, 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 no. It like, like, uh, well, if we the photon hits out. left, everybody sees that it hit left. Okay. You know? Okay. If the photon hits left, everybody sees that it hit left. But if nobody like witnesses it and you, cause each sensor is okay. a sensor. So it senses light. And they it both are detected. Light. Yeah. So when you, when you have nobody looking at it, witnessing it, the light goes to both targets. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to link that right there. So how can single bullet-like particles of light create a wave pattern? This could only happen if the particles go through both slits at the same time. In other words, the particle is in two places at once. But strangest of all is what happens when you put detectors next to the slits. 
when the photons are being watched, the wave pattern disappears. Take away the detectors and the wave pattern comes back. This suggests that we can change the way reality behaves just by looking at it. Does this mean that reality itself is not real? The modern answer is that the path taken by the photon is not an element of reality. We are not allowed to talk about the photon passing through this or this slit. Neither are we allowed to say that the photons pass through both slits. All this kind of language is not applicable. So be sure to check it out. Wow. It's like a dot slit experiment. I was learning about that in, in college, and I was like, whoa. Here we are exploring thoughts. So in basically, the your vision affects the real world, too, you know? And if you see that some things are, like, phony or flawed, mm -hmm. then, you know, I, I, I think we all contribute to human thought, yeah. you know? So That's like, the authenticity, uh, so, I, like, that the kids, especially these days. So it could be, like, people becoming more uh, in belief with, like, the supernatural it allows the supernatural to exist even to be more, recognized, you know, to be at least even just recognized. And, and then from there, it's like, okay, where, what do we see? Yeah, dude, but your cell phone's alive, man. It's controlling you. And shout, shout out to show, social dilemma, uh, along those lines, very excellent documentary as a last question before we get into our last question, craw King. Thanks Kra. for King duality King craw. Where can we find you? Plug him in. Okay, we so, want to hear from you. What are your you, thoughts? You wanted to add, okay, so if you go to Spotify and you look up King Craw, K-R-A, there's three songs on there. It's supposed to be a lot more. There's supposed to be like 20 songs, but because COVID happened, Matador Studios, shout out to Matador Studios, they, they had to kind of shut down shop for a little bit. So okay. the album has been postponed. It's on hold. Um, shout out to studios out there. But you know that's 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 fine and whatever but the that's album will coming. be called duality and the reason why is because uh i feel like uh duality is a very important um topic to cover and a very important word and ideal to follow you know like the, there's two sides to every story you know and it's uh and then maybe like after i do duality i'll do three next and then four <laughs> So and your podcast, what where can we find your thoughts? So you can find me. Uh, there's a podcast on Spotify as well called Craw 387. I want to make another podcast too, uh, so be looking out for that. If you just look up Craw, you might be able to find me there. And then um, once again, that those yeah. are going to be linked below. And you're welcome to share your thoughts and feedback. Oh yeah, down Instagram Craw 4.3. Check us out on Twitch too, right? We do some jams on Twitch. Oh yeah, real quick plug in. What was it? We do some jams on Twitch, too. You got to check out my Twitch channel. It's Craw43. It's what? It is Craw43. All right. Well, there on it Twitch. is. On Twitch. Was, you got a last question, or was that the last well, question? Well, here's the last question. Especially in today's era, where there's... I've been asking everybody, and I'm curious what it is that comes to mind. You know, how? what helps you sustain a sort of center, especially from the poles of, you know... This this polar uh, this polarity on this side, and then this strong polarity on this side of like whatever it is speaking on duality, uh, of realities. What? How do you keep yourself centered, especially in a world where such such worlds are so they pull, the gravitational pull is 
can pull us up. Nombre, what am I saying? I think you just got to have a mantra, you know? I think... Uh, Thank you for picking I was, that up. I was given like a... I was like handed down a mantra in my spiritual awakening, uh, maybe like four, three, four, four years ago. Mm. Um, I was told a, a, a phrase, you know, it starts with, it takes two and uh, it goes on from there. It's like, I think 38 words, but I mean, those words, can you share that? I, I I'd rather not. It's, hey, hey, it's kind of like a secret phrase. Honestly. Okay. 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 But, uh, I, I, I've told my closer friends and I'll tell you after okay. the podcast is over. It's just like, um, it's, it's something that I, I, to live by. And I think you need to have something to live by too, you know? And, uh, that's how, that's how you can achieve balance is by knowing the direction that you're going and then, you know, not, uh, necessarily, um, make sure that the direction that you choose is always refined and for the right reasons, you know, it's Mm. like, you need to make sure that you have uh, just balance, you know, checks and balances would be the best way to say it. Mm. And my motto kind of pushes me towards that, uh, that, that goal. It, it, it starts with, uh, it, it takes two. And then the second line is three is better. And just with those two uh, wisdoms, it's like, you know, I'll wake up and I'll be like, you know, okay, it takes two. So I could take like, that could mean a thousand things. You know, it takes two minutes to get ready. It takes uh, two seconds to like, it takes two cups of water. Hmm. You know, it, it, it you so know. So when you feel chaos, you draw in this grid I'll that's the centers. I'll just draw in these like mantras and these lessons that like, you know, and, and thankfully the mantra that I was given was like very um, diverse. So it, it, it can... Be flexible. Cover situations. You know? Like I would suggest, like if you have like a mantra, make it be something like, you know, be courageous and uh, follow your heart, or something like uh, do good for others, or you know, like almost like commandments or something to live by. Mm-hmm. But when you have those, and you and, and not not necessarily those are going to be yours. You know, it might be something more uh, selfish or more stingy, but. Whatever that is, you know, like you need to Something live, that live by it, you yeah. know, and, and, and let it let it motivate you because, you know, once you become like an adult, uh, mm-hmm. you, you begin to think that you don't need to learn anymore. You know, mm-hmm. you don't need to you don't need to necessarily. But in fact, it's just the beginning all, of you think, you know, it's the beginning of exactly, learning. Exactly. Yeah. You, know, you need to like continuously progress. And You're learn. your own education university. And, and you don't have teachers readily trying to teach you now so you have to yeah. find um the teachers that are you know hidden away in the, in the in almost like in the dark shadows because me i find you know inspiration from just like random thoughts that are just floating in the universe and then mm-hmm. just like come and then go and i'm like why did i think about that you know and just stuff like that you know you, can, you recognize you yourself a as a receptor yeah i think you know humans all humans are channels mm-hmm. so we just channel in what we want so it's Raising question: What are we channeling in our in our through whatever? Especially with the information that is generating a sort of frequency, a frequency, a frequency of checking in, checking in, and and asking, okay, is that coming from this thing, or is it something that I can channel and recognize within my own self and in discernment of what is being projected? Yes. Well, there we go. Good day, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. By the way. If you, especially if you've crossed into this line, you're welcome to hit that like button. There's that red, turn it gray, subscribe, and there's a little bell that pops up. Make it solid. Make it solid. And once again, thanks for tuning in. Be ready for the next vibe, man. Good day, everybody. Until next time.